Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Ron Stutz along with Kyle Alexander of Mach 1 Financial Group. Of course, they are your retirement income planning specialists. And Kyle has a very interesting topic to talk about in just a moment here. But let me remind you of the phone number so you can get in touch with Mach 1 Financial Group, 479-876-2100. That is 479-876-2100. Give you that number again coming up in just a few minutes. Well, Kyle, today let's talk about a buzzword that you hear a lot, risk tolerance. Any advisor worth his or her salt is going to have a conversation with you about risk. But what in the world is risk tolerance? That's a buzzword that gets used a lot in meetings with financial advisors. But for the regular person out here who does not do this stuff 24 hours a day, what in the world? Are you inferring that I do this 24 hours a day? <laughs> well, as close to it as you possibly can, I think. As long as you can stay awake, you're doing this. Well, you know, I, you know, we do try to geek out sometimes. How, how about, there's nothing wrong with geeking out, that's for sure. How about risk tolerance? What exactly is that for someone who's not familiar with the concept? How do you explain that? Yeah, so let's talk about this a second. You know, from my perspective, risk tolerance is really just how much you can stand to lose in a short-term rapid downturn in the investment markets. Okay. So let's say, for instance, you got a bunch of shares of stock and, you know, you have a thousand point drop day and that particular stock that you own goes down 21% in a day. And I bet you there's some people right now who are thinking back to perhaps December Mm -hmm. this uh, past year and remember a specific stock where that actually happened. And if it made you sick to your stomach and you got irritated about it and you were yelling at your advisor or you're yelling at somebody in your family, you probably took too much risk than uh, perhaps you should have in making that placement in the investment. We all think that we're immune to those types of losses, but you have to remember in the market, there is no guarantee or protection from loss if you're just in a security that's unhedged. So it truly is how much tolerance you have for loss. And the other side of this coin is if there's a protracted bear market, in other words, there's a a longer term decline in the marketplace for a period of time on a stock or any set of investments for that matter, then, uh, you know, you have a stress level meter on that as well. And knowing how much loss you can tolerate using that stress level meter, so to speak, is truly what your risk tolerance is. And there are different ways for us to measure that or different ways for us to understand how you react in those particular situations. But you really don't know until you're in them. And you have probably experienced them in your life. So you have a better understanding of how much risk you're willing to take. And we just have to have a conversation about that. And we have a way of kind of working through those questions so we can figure it out together. Well, I know when someone comes in for a conversation with you, I guess another way to explain it would be, what risk are you comfortable in taking? You know, at what point does your blood pressure shoot way up? You know, (laughs) (laughs) but and there are certain things that you need to do and asking questions and all that kind of thing about, you know, finding out what someone's risk tolerance is. But how much does a client's risk tolerance factor into a plan that you put together for them? 
Yeah, I mean, you said something really important earlier there, which is, you know, how do you really get an understanding of what the risk tolerance is? And and the way we do that Mm -hmm. is through conversation, as I mentioned. But then there's another piece of that puzzle. Because we are a fiduciary, we want to document things, right? We want to do what's in the client's best interest. So we use what is called a risk profile questionnaire to kind of get at the heart of that matter, the heart of that discussion, and record your answers. It's, It's a test, but there are no right or wrong answers, right? It's a questionnaire. And we use that, and there's a grading system that goes along with us with that particular what we call risk profile questionnaire that will tell us, are you, you know, conservative, moderately conservative, you know, or other different levels of risk tolerance that you may possess. And that will help us a lot in determining, you know, how to invest your money and what level of risk you're willing to take. So to answer the second part of this, which is, you know, how much does that risk tolerance weigh into the portfolio we design for an investor? And I would say a whole lot, because again, as a fiduciary, we have to do what is in the client's best interest. Series 65 investment advisor representative has a requirement to do what is in that client's best interest and understanding that risk tolerance is key. So when we build a portfolio, if you say you're you know, super conservative and you're graded out that way on the risk profile questionnaire as well, and we have some general conversation about this, and it's clear that you're very conservative then we're going to have a very different conversation about how to invest your money than someone who grades out as aggressive or even moderately conservative. So these are things we weigh into uh, the decision very carefully, and we put together a portfolio of investments based around those directions, if you will, on your risk tolerance. You're listening to the Mach 1 Market Moment with Kyle Alexander. Kyle, if you would, give us an example of a plan that you've designed recently for someone who had a very low risk tolerance. Yeah, that's a good transition, man. Did you come up with that one on your own? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I read pretty well. (laughs) Oh, it's pretty good, man. I like it. Well, the questions are good. So let's talk about that. So I'll, I'll give two examples. Number one, the first one, which is a question you ask about somebody with a very low risk tolerance. So let's talk about somebody who's 80 years old. Okay. And they really have zero risk tolerance, right? Age is a factor in this as well as other considerations. Uh, Let's say this individual has a lot of cash and they don't want to lose any of that cash, period. They've made that very clear to me or the advisor. Mm -hmm. We've gone through the risk profile questionnaire and it weighs that out. So, It turns out that right now we have a 4% five-year fixed annuity, which means it pays an annual 4% interest credited annually at the anniversary with zero risk of loss for five years. So compounding annually, that's not bad at 4%, you know, it's a pretty good way to go. A little bit better than some of the CDs you can get out there in the marketplace and other things. But we wouldn't want to put all of your money at 80 years old into that, would we? Because... What would happen? I mean, you have that money tied up. You can only get 10% out free without a penalty each year. So you only want to put the money in there that you know you're not going to need. You know, let's call it your ultimate cash reserves or money that you're going to want to hand down for an inheritance or something along those lines. So then you would build a portfolio with one of the foundations uh, being one of these 4% fixed rate annuities. Another piece of that puzzle might be a laddered set of CDs for the money that you might need 
and you might want that to mature in two-year intervals or what have you, and maybe we can work with a local bank or other financial institution that can get you somewhere between, let's call it, 25 and 2.75% on these other funds that you have and have them laddered out to expiration. And so this is money that you might need, but perhaps more quickly than five years. So you can ladder out these CDs and get and get a pretty decent return, perhaps. And we have no problem with working with other financial institutions when it makes sense to help the client and to do what's in their best interest. And I just want to be very clear about that. And then the other piece of the puzzle that, that certainly flows into this same vein of thought is you may want to do a money market account for the money that you need immediately or may need in the very short run to pay your bills or other things. And in that particular case, in that scenario, you know, maybe you're able to get 0.75% in a money market or even one and a quarter percent in a money market. And if you're able to build that portfolio around those three things with the foundation of a 4% annuity, it's possible, you know, you could get somewhere in the range of three to three and a half percent on that entire portfolio for that period of time. So these are things to consider. And certainly somebody that wants to take zero risk, that might be a good way to go. So let's talk about, you know, example number two. And I'll make this quick for sake of time. We might use a fixed indexed annuity, which we can get into more detail on that at a future time, which basically allows you to get the upside of the market when it's up, a portion or a percentage of the upside of the market when it's up, with no risk of loss if the market goes down. Now, that depends on the claims paying ability of the insurance provider that you've got that policy with, right? But, you know, there's an opportunity for you to get somewhere between perhaps four and a half to even 6% in a given year based on how well that index performed uh, without any risk of loss. Now, is that the right thing for you in a portfolio? We'd have to look at it and see. We're not going to put you in an annuity product unless that is the right piece of the puzzle for the solution. But if you use that as a moderately conservative portfolio component, it's not a bad way to go. It's a good bond replacement solution because bonds carry certain risk, especially as interest rates and inflation escalate. So it might be a good way to replace the bond in a portfolio. Number two piece of that same portfolio we're talking about might be an investment strategy that hedges against mathematical or downside risk using the mathematical hedge to prevent losses beyond, let's say, around 10% average annual loss in a given year. And so uh, that's a particular type of strategy, a hedged equity strategy, that might be a good fit for a moderately conservative portfolio. And you cap that off with maybe um, a third or fourth type of strategy that carries a little bit more risk, and maybe that particular strategy is a, a tactical strategy that has uh, algorithms in it that move to cash or move to a defensive position when that algorithm tells them the market is going into a bear environment or in a protracted downturn. And so they'll exit with a certain percentage of the portfolio out of harm's way, if you will, and the uh, overall markets and the market risks that come with that. But you can still get a good return, almost a market level return in the good years because you are invested and perhaps ETFs or even individual stocks that are projected to do well in a given market environment. So 
those are some things you can do. And it just depends on where you grade out in terms of your level of risk as to how we build the portfolio. As I mentioned before, it plays a big role in determining how we build a portfolio for the individual investor. Well, it's certainly a buzzword, actually two words, risk tolerance. And <laughs> Kyle, you have done an outstanding job of uh, breaking it down oh, for us you, and helping us understand exactly what that means. And if you're still a little uncertain about what your risk tolerance is, why not come in for a conversation with Kyle Alexander and get a better handle on that. 479-876-2100. That is 479-876-2100. That'll put you in touch with Mach 1 Financial Group, serving all of Northwest Arkansas, wherever you are, the retirement income planning specialist, Kyle Alexander, on today's edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.